we're off. Welcome to the portal, the dream talking portal, Lonzo. <laughs> the world has shifted. So for the first time in over two and a half years, Alonzo is on the podcast. Say something, fool. Something. Um, this is your first time on this podcast. Dream Talking. Is it called Dream Talking? Um, it's called Dream Talking. Don't ask what it means. I don't know. It came to me in a dream. I think. I don't know. It's kind of because Paul talks about the dreaming. This is dreaming. So this is a little exercise in dreaming. Well, I had a uh, screenshot I was going sh- to share real quick. I had from a while back. Let's see it. We started off with this. Good idea. We'll show an image on the podcast. No, we'll, I'll just say it. Which is audio. I'll just say it. I hope you're descriptive. It's right here. Let's see what I mean in a second. I'll set I'll set the scene. So we're in beautiful San Francisco, California, Marina District. It's a pretty nice 70 degree day. The pure self in the play we call existence gets identified as the person then it has some effect for what I call the infection, and it deeply believes it is a person. Is that Muji? Uh, it sounds like a Muji right there. I think so, yeah. That's it, dude. We've been infected. That's that's fucking kind of crazy you just showed that right now, because one of the themes of what I've been talking about, uh, especially on the last one I did with Amelia, Paul's girlfriend, partner, We were talking about how spirituality uh, is like a disease. It's like an infection. Like, people talk about, like, you know, oh, I'm, you know, I I used to be worldly, but now I'm spiritual and I got it all figured out. But you don't, you don't want to stop at being spiritual. You want to, like, spirituality is a, like an infection Mm. of, you know, the system knows something's wrong. Like, I shouldn't be fucking depressed. I shouldn't be you know, bored with this life, you have some sort of memory of when you were a kid and shit was fucking cool and interesting and kind of magical, and then it seems to, like, go away, right? And then spirituality is that kind of spark of, like, oh, maybe, no, maybe there is something more than this, than the Matrix or whatever. That's how I start off a lot of the podcasts as I ask the guests, you know, when did you first get a clue that there was something more going on? than just sort of like the matrix when you first hit the clue that maybe you're in the matrix when was your first little red pill you know what i mean i don't know this was from when i was when i was a kid you know yeah just felt just felt different yeah just i know always, just always felt different and then you know when i when i when i met you we started talking about it right then stuff that's when you gave it a name you know you, you just kind of put a name around it you know yeah you know, the whole the whole philosophy behind it but probably felt this way since i was a little kid yeah yeah, and we've, we've always talked about that, too. I think you have, similar to what Amelia has, where um, you always sort of got it without anyone having to tell you. You knew something was up. Yeah. You know? And with, with myself, I 
very much seemed to need the teachers to tell me, you know. I was like, oh, I got very fired up about Muji, for example. Like, we were yeah. big on Muji. This is two yeah, and a half, cool. three yeah. years ago, yeah. yeah cool. Big three time on, and we li- fucking listened to them. We go, oh, that was good, that was good. Send each other videos, you know, working at K, Magical Station K, um, 24th and Balboa. And, uh, you always just seemed to more be like, I don't know, I think in me there was more seeking behavior, which is more sickness. That's more the disease, thinking I'm going to get somewhere. And that's something that Paul helped cure. Like, no, you're not going to find it because you are it. There's nothing to get. There's nothing to attain. Uh, You already, you only ever have been the answer, right? And I don't know, I see in you, I'm, I don't want to project too much, we'll get you telling your story, but you always sort of seem to know that. You kind of knew the punchline the whole time. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just, you, you definitely dug, I think you definitely dug deeper into it, you know, yeah. you definitely studied more, if you want to call it studying more. Oh, for sure, yeah. You know, talk to more teachers and whatnot, but I don't know, it's kind of hard, you know, because you fall back into, you know, human yeah. Flaws, I guess, right? That's yeah. what you'd call it. The matrix. Yeah, you fall back. It's not flaws. It's just, uh, it's more delusion. It's delusion more, yeah. You know, all these, all these emotions and feelings, you know, just fall back into it. It's kind of hard, but you know, every now and then you get a reminder that it's something small. You know, exactly. We're just a lot smaller than what we, we seem to be, right? We like, we like to think our problems are big, and no. we're big, but yeah. we're just really small. Yeah, that's the. I love Paul's. Uh, calls it free samples you get a little free sample of all the problems you thought you had are they're delusions they're fucking made up in our own mind but they feel very real when we believe they're real dude the the call we had last week on friday that stuck with me was you were we were saying something about so i never mentioned the company that we work for but we're electricians for a uh, high voltage high voltage utility system in Northern California and um, I'm in a position that uh, you're working towards I'm a, I'm a couple years ahead of you mm-hmm. in this particular career in, career. in this career mm-hmm. and you are on your way to being in the position I'm in right now mm-hmm. but certain things in life or whatever has slowed it down just a little bit but it's inevitable we know you're going to end up you know, doing what I'm doing, and and I say again and again, I'm not saying this. I would I say this off recording all the time. You're gonna be fucking better at it than I am. I I know that. <laughs> Has it slowed it down, or is it the way it's? It's the way to... exactly. See, that's the story I'm telling. That it's slowed it down, right? This is my own fucking interpretation. It is whatever the fuck it is. But what I was getting at was you were saying, yeah, when you're tech, um, uh, yeah, that's what you're. That's what you're meant to do. And then you were like, yeah. And then once I become a tech, then I'll never be uh, sad again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all the people I love will never die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll have nothing but on bitches other, and money. That, on the other end of that is, yeah. is bliss, right? It's bliss, exactly. No, more, no problems. Yeah. No problems. Everything's, everything's good to go. And part of the, the human delusion is we think it's going to be good forever. Like, you know, like it's, it's our life has been this volatile you know sometimes you got it sometimes you don't but we think 
one of the tricks of the mind is that we just gotta hit this certain destination, then it'll be good forever. And we really believe that bullshit. You know, and... and uh, would it be better to not have goals at all? I mean, we'd call that... That's what I'm saying. Goals. I mean, would, would, should we go through life without having these goals, these aspirations, or... Yeah, so it's, mean, a, it's a good is question. That, is there's, a healthy, there's a healthy dose of it, right? And then there's an obsession, right? Yep. It's a balance, or, right? Where it, yeah, where it consumes your life. Yeah, I think I'm more on the side of goals are good, striving is good, but don't fall for the delusion that once you get it... It's just forever. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite is no one you love is going to die. Yeah. That's the big one. <laughs> That's the great... Nobody, you, yeah. no, nobody that you love is going to die. If I could just get this yeah, thing, yeah. right? That's, that's pretty much yeah. That's what... It, all fear... I just heard a quote the other day. Uh, the th We're only a afraid of three things... Um, our own death, uh, the death of the people we care about, and our own mind. That kind of, and we, uh, we, you know, we might be not afraid of our mind 99% of the time, but every now and then. <laughs> yeah, is our mind, a, is he, so we look at it as a little, little bastard that we should yeah. be careful of, or a friend? Yeah, I mean, it's both. Right? Yeah, it could be both, for sure. The, it could but be our friend. The, the gift, you know, for me, Paul and many others have shown is to see it for what it is. The mind's not the final answer. The mind doesn't have the final say. It wants to. It wants you to believe it has the final say. The just mind wants you to believe it's fucking God. Just ride that wave, right? Yeah. Whichever way it's, it's going, just try to ride it. Exactly. And then you get into the kind of Buddhist, um, you know, suffering comes from attachment. So if, if you can manage to see attachment for what it is, then you end up in a cooler place. And yet, the, you're going to ride whatever fucking wave comes along. Life never stops. Change never fucking stops. And striving will never really stop either. Especially for us, we're young, you know. We got a, a career and a life and friends and family and all that shit ahead of us. But it's a good gift to uh, to be able to see it for what it is and not get as lost in it. As often. It's, it's tough though, no? Fuck yeah. To not get attached. It's tough. It's hard. Yeah, because trying not to be attached is being attached in a different way. You're attached to 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 detachment. You're you're attached to pushing it away. That's why when when the Buddha says uh suffering comes from attachment, it's actually attachment or aversion. It's it's pushing it away or or pulling it in. Either way. Right? Uh it's 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 non-neutrality, basically. You know, neutrality is just a word, but it points towards what is. Isness. Going back to Muji. Yeah, it's that, that attachment thing. That's, that's tough, you know, because I, you know, I find myself a lot of the time, you know, I see my sister and my brother, you know, get all huggy and, you know, lovey-dovey with my mom. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. It's the one person that raised us, right, is our mom. And the importance we give to our mom. And they're real huggy and kissing stuff with her and then sometimes I catch myself purposefully not doing it right mm. just so I can kind of prepare myself to when that time comes where she's not there then uh, you know then you know it's pretty stupid because you know when that time comes you're just there's no preparing for that you know oh. there's just no there's no amount of preparation for when that time comes when she passes and it's just you know it's, that's all we really know right it's, it's our mom it's the only one that raised us so you know you try I find myself 
purposefully not being that same way, huggy and kissy and stuff. You know, to, you know, to, for them even. I do it for myself and also for them, because when the time comes, we're all gonna. It's gonna hurt, you know. It's gonna hurt real bad, you know. I try to, and me being the oldest, you know, I gotta try to be the strong, strongest one. You know? Damn. Kind of like a crutch for them, but you know, I, I just, and then I catch myself I was like, dude, this is stupid. I, you're not gonna. That's, there's no preparing for this, and then yeah. I just kind of give in and just, you know, try to love as much as you can, and then, and then I go fall, fall back to it, you know. I try to be like, nah. You got to find some way to prepare for it which is done it's a cycle you know and you find mm-hmm. I saw myself wanting to prepare for it and then <laughs> telling myself like dude there's no preparing for it man. you're yep. wasting your time you know, it's, it's pretty tough because we're already attached you know there's no there's how no, could you not be there's no going back yeah so already it's just when it comes it's gonna come you know I mean who knows how we're all gonna handle it all three of us will handle it differently though yeah oh, dude. Okay, we're getting right into it. I love this. This is it. This is it. Okay. So, I'm into the spiritual stuff, but I'm also... This is quasi-spiritual, but also it's uh, it's psychological. Like, a lot of these these podcasts become like a therapy session where you share shit. You, you explore that kind of stuff. Because just what you just got into right there, that is some deep shit. And I feel like we should give the listeners a little bit of context. Because you said your mom is all you have, all you guys have. Right. right. Be- because you lost your dad at a young age and yeah. also your place in the family as the oldest right so you have two siblings right brother and a sister yeah and younger brother younger sister younger brother younger sister and you, you're the oldest and when dad left the picture at a young age how could you not help but be like okay fuck I guess life made me the man yeah you gotta you kinda grow up a little faster fuck, for sure yeah how can you for not sure. yeah sure. well you gotta look after them you gotta cook for them yeah and even even beyond all the doing, just the cooking and the looking out for them and you know watching out for bullies and all that shit, just just the fact that your your family unit now is you four, right? You know, it's been like that forever, forever. As long as I can remember. Yeah. You were how old when your dad passed away? Seven. Seven. That's fucking Seven. young. Seven. And your your brother and sister are even younger. Even younger, yeah, yeah. We just it's not too many memories. I have a, I have a few. I have a, I have a about a handful of memories uh, of him, you know, working in the garage or something, you know, or when we, we were, there's one time we were disciplined, you know, stuff like that, you know, yeah. stuff he would discipline us and stuff like that, but, yeah, it's, it's not much, you know, majority, yeah. majority of the life has been, my life has been with our mom, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, and then getting into, like you said, uh, there's, there's a lot of shit going on there's a lot of dynamics like you're like I don't want to be as uh, lovey-dovey <laughs> as my brother and sister because you feel like you have to hold something not just for yourself but for the whole family unit again yep. you gotta be the one that's like hey she ain't, she ain't gonna be around forever oh, that day's gonna come yeah that day will come and then it's like it's coming for all of us yeah, exactly. but it, it's yeah. more in your yeah, face yeah, she's older yeah there's no one's it's inevitable but I don't think they. I don't know if they think about it as much as I do. I'm, I bet know. they don't. I'm sure, as the oldest. I don't think they think about it as much yeah. as I do. They just, you know, they think it's gonna last forever. Maybe. Yeah, I know they don't, but you know. They don't face it. But as they much don't. As... Yeah, but they don't think about it. I, don't, I doubt they think about it as much as I do. I mean, who knows? I don't know. I try to talk to my sister and brother about it. Rose, my brother always. Uh, we have some talks about it. You know, I think he's, he's, you know, he's on a similar 
level. I mean, as far as when we, when we talk about stuff like that. And then my sister, she just never wants to talk about it. So mm. I know when it happens, she's going to probably get hit the hardest. But who knows? Who yeah, knows? exactly. It's, that's knows? the point. It's who yeah, fucking who knows? Knows? Who knows. Yeah. Can't prepare for that. You can't. Don't know how you're going to feel, so. Yeah. But yeah. And then there is, there is some kind of gift in another again i keep using the word spirituality which is watered down but to me there's something spiritual about surrendering to that you don't know we don't know anything we don't know what tomorrow's gonna fucking bring i mean three months ago did we know we'd be in a global pandemic and you know the economy be falling apart of course not right we didn't see this shit coming and and we don't know what tomorrow's gonna bring either we don't know when our own fucking death is or the ones that we love or you know, loss of job or career, which is like its own death, could be around the corner too. You know, he, so something about surrendering to that—that's what I mean. People with anxiety issues can't surrender to that. They want to have control of something they can have no control over. Really, you can have so much control, but you know, that's you're making me more and more. I wanna, I wanna send you some of Paul's zooms that he's been doing because one in particular somebody called about death anxiety uh or, or yeah right yeah, and they yeah. came in like paul i love everything you're saying but i'm really afraid of dying <laughs> you know it's like yeah of course you can feel fucking great when he explains all the issues of the mental state and emotions and how they're robbing you of shit but none of that can do anything for death and it can't do anything for the action figure the action figure is going to be afraid of its own death or the death of it's going to be attached to that and it's not fucking going to go away right you know or maybe it will but you're going to have nothing to do with it going away so you know as what you truly are as the awareness or the consciousness of that fear can you develop a new relationship to it and what what paul said which stuck with me it's so simple but it's so fucking deep is fear of death is sucking that interest away from now so right. in a what right? right so in a way fear of death you're you're not living right you're dead right <laughs> even though you seem to be alive right, right. right that's the shit right there right so if, if you sit there going well i can't be available present for my mom today because one day she won't be around then in a way it's like she's already dead exactly right exactly. in that situation exactly so it so recognizing that and seeing for what it is, then you go, okay, well, I got today. Exactly. That's the constant That's it. battle between the two, yep. for sure. Yep. It's a constant like, oh, okay. You know, you realize, you know, just let it go. Just ride, like I was saying, you know, you just ride the wave, man. You just, yeah. I mean, the day by day, whatever's gonna happen. You don't know. We don't. We don't get to decide. We don't choose. And trying to control it's just even. You know what I'm saying? Preparing, trying to control it's even. Like you're saying, it's not it's not really living, man. It's yeah. you know, you're not really enjoying the time that's here with her. Yeah. I think she knows it too. I think she knows sometimes when I'm being distant, you know. She knows she feels it that sometimes I'm distant and uh I don't know, I think it hurts her more, you know, I see it. I see it I think I think it I think it bothers her sometimes, you know, that she knows that I'm distant. Yeah. You know, it's pretty it's pretty obvious. Uh, yeah, it is I don't know, man. But I think I should just let that go but it's hard you know even it even affects my relationship okay this happens when when i'm on the clock i get pulled away by the seat assignment but we're back 
we're right, getting right into the good shit there, man. Um, as always. So you were saying it's pretty fucked up. Your biggest worry. Yeah, it's pretty much my biggest fucking. I mean, I try to think, I try to filter through it all right now, and that's pretty much at the top of the top of the list. Even before my own death, it's funny. I was just gonna say. Even before yeah. my own death, it's one of them dying. You know, it's it's fucked up because it's like a, it's almost like when you throw a rock. I saw I think about it. You throw a rock in uh in water, and it has those little ripples. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the level of importance. You know, the closest ripple to the rock is you know your, you know, it's my mom, right? My sister, my brother, and then after that is. It's fucked up to say, you know, but I mean, after that's my cousins and my aunties and stuff like that. And I'm sure it's the same way for them, you know, and their parents and us. Of course. You know, I'm sure it's the same for anybody, but, you know, it's like a little ripple effect of who, you know, if these people were to die, you know, and if if that first wave, you know, just all I think about, I'd rather, I'd rather die before them. And I know, and even then it's fucked up because if I were to, if I were to die, how fucked it would it be for them, right? And it's just not fair, dude, but. Oh well, I mean, you know, I try to be, I try to be tough, you know, I try to fucking just, you know, be solid about it and not worry about it, and but I can't, I can't stop helping, thinking about it all the time, you know. Even when I was a kid, dude. Even when I was a kid, I don't know if I mentioned this before to you, but before when I was a kid, when I was, you know, younger, seven, eight, when I first, my dad first passed away, like, yeah, yeah, fairly early, early couple years, I would be crying, you know. I share a room with my, with my brother, and I'd be crying and my brother would wake me up like hey you know what's going on you know he, he, he'd say my name like hey and you know i'd be fucking crying in my sleep and shit i don't know oh, for crying you know shit. just thinking about one of them passing away you know what would happen you know what happened you know it's just fucked up that's just probably just top of the top of the food chain i mean it's probably the topic to talk about i mean if we want to get into something deep but you know, everything else it doesn't really matter i mean after that it doesn't really doesn't really matter you know i mean right now my my job's a great job yeah, that provides for and why why do I think it's a great job? Because it provides for them, for my family, you know what I'm saying? Not even me. I could I could I'll be fine, dude. I'll be fine by myself, but you know, because they're involved, you know, I have other people that I feel responsible for. You know, it's a great fucking job because I can provide for them, you know. Yeah. No I, I can if anything happens to them, I can support them, you know, with this job, you know. Yep. And I'm and we're fine, dude. And that's why it's such a that's why it's a great it's job. Fucking priceless. It's, it's it's crazy. So my life pretty much is surrounded by by that by them. And it even fix my relationship now with like even with like a with like a girlfriend, you know. You know it affects fix my relationship with them. The that, fear of death? No. Yeah. yeah well, the, my family. Your family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you know, yeah. they come after. You yeah. Know, they're in that second ripple. Your your girlfriends will always yeah. be. Yeah. They come in that second wave. You know. They come maybe in maybe in the one and a half. Maybe in between the. First, whatever, yeah. whatever you want to call it, but yeah. it's just not, it's not first, and it's not first, and it's fucked up, so it affects my relationships too. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, little Alonzo crying in his sleep, it's the fact that your dad left so unexpectedly, you can't, you know, it's, it's, it's like it's trauma or whatever, like you're, you go, oh shit, you, you had an idea of what life was, and it got ripped right from under you. At a very young age, when you could make no fucking sense of it, so you know anyone that has a big loss like that at a young age, you're gonna again and again look for okay, when's the next one? You know, <laughs> it happened to me once. I'm not, I, and that's part of that like, uh, you know, withholding affection or whatever. And I deal with the same shit with my family and my kids too. You withhold because you're like, well, I don't want to get too attached because I don't know when right. it's gonna get ripped out from under me right. again too. You know. 
and uh, that's you know having stepkids. When I, I I love my stepkids just as much as my my kids, but I have no they have no obligation to me. You know what I mean? Like if they decided I never want to see you again, there's nothing I could do. You know, and that's that's fucking heavy, but it hell yeah, that's gone through my mind, and you know, especially as the older ones, you know. 18 and she's uh yeah, me is gonna be 17 pretty soon like they have no obligation to me. it really is uh it can only be unconditional love on my part i can't ever i can't if i try to hold on to like you owe me something because what because i had this job and i provided money or i provided food and yet you know what i mean that i don't want to live that way so th- there has to be a surrendering to like it is what the fuck it is you know and uh, it's it's obviously easier said than done, but it's kind of that tape always playing in the background, right? You know? Yeah, dude. How can it not? So. Okay. Well, because I like to somewhat make the podcast give it a theme, give it a theme, or give it a a chronological chronology like beginning to end like a story you know sure yeah. i mean we're already on my favorite shit here death uh fear of death how it's robbing us from living here it's today yeah yeah um uh, i i just keep thinking more and more another big theme in this podcast for me is i i do it with friends like majority of them are people that i click with for some reason right and i'm thinking of the fact that we clicked early on because so many people uh, in this job, especially young men that I meet, it is all about them. They love this job because it gives them enough money to go buy boats and fucking, you know, new trucks and new guns and, you know, buy a round for everybody at the bar and all that kind of stuff. And it, it's all, it's basically impossible for me to relate to that. Because when I got this job, I had four other people that counted on this paycheck. And I had to freaking hold it down, not for myself. I had to, hold it down for them you know nick i've said this before if i never met my wife and had kids and stuff i could have just skated by with just enough to get by and played video games you know what i mean but life forced me to get it together to a certain point and i know i'm happier for it like the fact you know what i mean the fact that what would you do with that money anyway exactly and you see we both see the particularly the young men that don't have any responsibility aren't doing it for anybody else they're chasing that, you know, that fucking attachment. That's, that's, this yeah. that's our joke, right? Round. And I've told I've told people in Paul's group all the time, hey, I have this buddy at work that uh, our joke is then I'll be happy, right? So, yes. so this is the guy I've been talking about, Alonzo. That's my fuck our joke yeah. all the time. Then I'll be happy once this happens. Once I buy that boat. Yeah. Once I and then when other people share that. You know that aren't in on our joke, and they go, "Yeah, I'm gonna buy this truck, and I'm gonna buy this property, and I'm gonna lease it out." And da, 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 da. You're just sitting there, like, and you think you're gonna be happy at the end of what? Like it's right. just, like, you know, what I mean? like it's just this ego fucking thing. And once that delusion, getting back to the delusion, the illusion of it is seen through, then maybe you're available for something else here today. You know, and that's what you know. People joke with me all the time that like. But I can't help but at work be, God, we're in a beautiful, we're in San Francisco, especially right here. This is about as good as it gets. You know, you walk around the corner and you got the Golden Gate Bridge, the 
the breeze, the water, beautiful women yeah. everywhere jogging by. Yeah, it's all here. And it's all right here. And and you think that no, it's actually about the numbers I'm accumulating in my bank account, which is gonna buy me toys. Like it's so juvenile. <laughs> They're fucking kids. They're little boys that are gonna buy me toys and those big trucks and those big homes, then I'll be happy. You know, and I, I just I'm so thankful I'm not caught on that fucking hamster wheel. I never even got a chance to get on it. And so getting back to you, I think that's why you and I related pretty early on because we we didn't work together right away. So there was a couple of months of just very quick uh, surf, yeah. surface talk, small yeah. talk. Yeah. And then I remember, I don't know if you remember this, one day after a meeting, um, I used to take all the leftover food and bring it to the homeless. Right. You remember that? Mm-hmm. And you were helping me bring some food to my car, and I think there was a little Minnie Mouse toy in the back seat. And you were like, oh, do you have kids? You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, uh, uh, I think probably at that time it was either probably four. And I was like, oh, yeah, four. And you were like, oh, you got a four-year-old? I was like, no, I got four kids. <laughs> and then I think from there on out, and then you started sharing a little bit about your family and yeah, losing our relationship yeah. your relationship you you were with somebody that had two kids right um and that in this little this job where for years and years and years i just couldn't relate to people because they were not everybody there's i knew people that had kids too but there's a different level of like we know why the hell we're here you know we know why we're coming here to work and we know why it's worth it to um not just get comfortable and stop like and you know and i don't i don't think i have anything to do with this or you either really it's not free will or something but we're very interested in this job too we can geek out you know know what i mean we can geek out about electricity like it get fucking fired up uh what 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 do we call metaphor metaphorgasms like little brain (laughs) brain orgasms like oh i get it I get how electricity works. Like, it's fucking fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, so, you, were, you, were, you probably gave me the... Probably the first one. Right, it was that K, remember? Yep. That K. Oh, yeah. When I drew out that little piece. That's probably the first one. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and from there, I was like, yeah. It was all coming together. Yeah, because instead of... You know, part of the job is building stuff. And then some of this electrical theory. And, you know, that's just what I knew. You know, that's... That's where my interest was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The theory and stuff behind it. How stuff works, you know? not just putting it together yeah and there's there's something in this job which i know translates to so many other jobs where you first show up and you're just trying to kind of like not be in the way and be useful you know just enough and and you have this idea that everyone else everyone else knows the bigger picture and knows what's going on you're right you know what i mean and uh and everybody here knows what's going on yeah except me (laughs) and all i have to do is just not not fuck up or not let on to how dumb I really am right. and how much I really don't know what's going right. on. Um, and I'll just skate by and then maybe one day all of a sudden it'll make sense. Yeah, that's definitely part of the job when yeah. you first, Hell yeah, first yeah. start. Yeah, for sure. I had years of that, man. Like, sure. too long. I, I, You caught on a whole lot earlier on than I did. Uh, and it might have helped that, you know, I started showing you some shit. Because right. I, I saw you. For sure. You're maybe a year and a half, two years in? Not even? Uh not even a year not even a year in. and I, w- I was like i remember not being a year in to this career and being really fucking lost let me try and give you a little bit of the big picture here you know and uh 
and once you start once you start getting the big picture no longer are you just trying not to fuck up or trying to do your little piece but you see how your little piece plays in to the big fucking picture right. you know what I mean and that that's what the hell it's about is more and more you go oh you know every every little thing is vital in the big picture you don't feel as I don't know lost or or it's kind of a loaded word but like you have a purpose my purpose is fucking important here at this job you know and my old job before uh, working with electricity it was so apparent because I taught kids so there was a very short period of like I'm, I'm faking it because I taught kids martial arts you know I'm faking it I don't want anyone to catch on that I don't know how to teach but I knew my craft I knew martial arts so I knew how I wanted it to look I knew what I wanted people to get but I didn't know how to teach it but that came along pretty quick and very early on it was like I have a purpose I got these little kids that uh, come in and don't have any confidence or don't have uh, a lot of respect or regard for discipline and hard work take it you should take it this one's a little broken up but uh we had two unexpected commercial breaks so we started this two hours ago but we're only like sure yeah yeah, we're only 30 minutes in on recording time but as i was just saying before and i'll catch this for the audience if it was bad i would have given it up at this point but it's so good gotta complete it so gotta give it that that feeling completion put it out there for the dream talking community um so yeah you can be a part of it alonzo because you know what's up you're down with the dream talking even if you don't know it Mm. Mm. (laughs) it's hard to get started again (laughs) that's part of the thing that i love about this podcast is you get in the flow like you know when you start to feel it and you're like oh yeah 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 and you start to see all the like and then I'm going to take it here and then I'm going to take it there and then you get that freaking roadblock and it's like oh we got to start all over again but you don't really have to because it just is whatever the fuck comes out so okay we got fear of death Muji um another big big piece I don't want to cut you off another big piece for me is this the first podcast I recorded was with you it wasn't on this one. It was on the old one. The technical thing behind that was I had another podcast. I'm very lazy. I, I can't figure out how to like do it on my own, so I find apps that make it easier to just record it, and they do all the work. They distribute it to um, Apple Podcast and Stitcher and all that. On it, I just click one button and it goes, and it's free. It's called Anchor. Um, it's it's like a it's really good for people in the podcasting world so i used to use another app we recorded one on that which didn't we we like recorded one and i lost it then we started recording another one the same thing as today we started getting calls and interruptions do you remember sure. that and we yeah. gave up and then finally we got one out and i think uh on that one it was at k and there was that loud ass buzzing in the background through the whole thing so this is a little better audio right which is cool so I'm bringing you back. So that's two and a half years. But that what I'm getting at was that was a big a big thing for me because I I talked about doing this podcast for years before I finally fucking did it. And talking with you, I was like, okay, this is somebody that kind of gets because I don't know what the hell it's about. I'm just figuring it out as I go. You know what I mean? 
but there's something about when I dig into certain things, it reminds me of the podcast that I love to listen to. You know, I, I bring it up on here all the time, but uh, Pete Holmes, Duncan Trussell, uh, they're like kind of my podcasting, you know, heroes or whatever. They're they're that they're who I emulate. That's what I want to yeah, do. Yeah. How do they go about their their podcasts? So that's a good question. Um, Pete Holmes, you made it weird. Uh, both of them are comedians. I should start with that. Oh, okay. So I'm more so inspired by how a comedian, and then Joe Rogan, of course, which you know, because right, right. he's in that mix. Both of them, I, I'm inspired by the way comedians run podcasts, not the way spiritual people run podcasts. You know what I mean? Even though I, I get into the main theme of what I like talking about is spirituality and non-duality and stuff like that. But I like the idea of a conversation more than me sitting here and um, interviewing someone, you know, because stories are just stories and they can be interesting or they're not. I like more the idea of we're going to meet, we're going to talk. And I have conversations all the time that I go, that could have been a podcast. It was a, we, we've had yeah, those. for sure. The fucking talk we had over the phone sure. last week. It was good. We, we went some places. It was deep. And, you know, and so this to me is just the practice or an exercise in doing that um, and seeing what cool stuff comes up. And then everyone kind of in a way, all the people I enjoy talking to, somewhat start meeting each other and you've been to talks yeah so you know you've been to paul talk which we haven't mentioned um you know mike z keith i've had one with paul i had one with amelia last week which was really freaking good like exceeded my expectations how Who's good that? it was amelia's his girlfriend his partner okay, okay. that he lives with and and in a funny way her take on this stuff reminds me of your take on this stuff i kind of got into that at the beginning of she's not obsessed yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> like i i'm a little obsessed i i go to every talk that i can i listen to every youtube that i can with paul yeah. and before paul it was muji adi ashanti uh um uh, fred i should send you i did one with fred um but you, you sticking to the theme similar to amelia are like you kind of get it without having to dig into it as deeply and obsess over it as much but at the same time it's cool to have a little sot song like this of reminding each other right you know every every, every time we talk we both kind of leave like oh yeah like it was a nice reminder don't take shit so serious you can kind of laugh at yourself a little bit thinking then i'll be happy yeah, you know I mean, we spend a lot of time fine. you know wanting this wanting that setting this goal desires yeah all these all these desires you know all these things that you want you know this future that you foresee that you want to build for yourself or whoever you know and it's it's exhausting you know yeah it's tiring sometimes you just want to hit pause hit the pause button you know and just stop everything for a while you know I feel like that a lot you know I just want to hit pause and you know and sometimes you you know you can you can just you can just hold on you know let me give myself a minute give myself you know stop wanting all these things and just be okay with what's going on now you know it's, it's, it's kind of nice you know to remind yourself that's kind of what these talks are right it's just exactly kind of, that's it that's it and just remind yourself you know everything's fine the way it is just relax it'll be fine it's funny you say pause because um that's that's a huge word that comes up in paul's talks and in this podcast again and again is 
uh, allowing yourself to have a fucking pause. How crazy is it that we don't? That we go day after day of going. Yeah, going. Deadlines. Gotta get this done. And and then even when you don't have deadlines at work or whatever, we invent our own deadlines. You know? When are you gonna propose to right. your girlfriend? When right. you, gonna, you know? When are you, you gonna, gonna buy the house? Amount? Yeah. When, when you gonna, gonna house? when are you gonna have this number in your bank account? And what age you see? Have, you have, you, you, for myself, having my own my own kids, right? Yeah. When do I when do I see that happening? Uh-huh. You just setting all these times and dates. And it's just it's exhausting. It is. A lot of the time, you just need a minute to yourself. Yeah, man. And and if. Uh, if this podcast is anything, if you know the, my little message or this little message, it's you can pause here today, you know, and and that's what getting back to the podcast that I like, Pete Holmes and Duncan Trussell, that's it's a little break for me to like on my drive in in the morning to hear a couple of comedians do that for each other, be like, hey, what if what if like today was enough, you know, what if it all of yeah you you still have all all of your goals, all of your shit will still be there, but what if we just take a little break for an hour, do what the fuck humans were meant to do? Talk, connect, have fun, laugh a little bit, remind each other, you know? And and I know that if other podcasters have been that for me, maybe this podcast can be that for some other people, you know? And it does, it feels fucking good. I get texts and, and emails from people like, that podcast was amazing. Like, it feels cool that I'm sharing that with people you know it's it's a gift to it's it's enough to just i always say excuse to have an excuse to hang out with somebody and talk you know that's enough and then the fact that other people get something out of it is just extra credit you know and uh i don't know without this excuse uh i probably wouldn't do it as much you know take the time to check in with somebody where you at some of the bigger questions you know what I mean where are you at huh? where are you at because we don't even really check in that often we, we get very caught up in a little tornado of where we believe we're at which is fucked or you know just around the corner from all of our anxieties yeah. being yeah you know For sure. but where are you really at oh because if you ever really stop unless you're in the middle of a panic attack you're, you're good and that's a nice reminder again again I was thinking about getting back to Muji you remember um during his the invitation the way he started it was leave all of your ideas about the future any of your worries any of your thoughts about the past everything you think you are leave them at the door remember that and then step inside and then he does his little invitation and he starts asking the questions like uh um think of any right now but like um okay what's left when you drop everything does it um does it have any color remember that Mm -hmm. does it have any smell Mm -hmm. does it um does it depend on anything is it is it is there any judgments about it is it good or bad and the answer again and again is no 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 what are you left with that kind of blank Mm -hmm. slate right like Paul talked empty. empty, right? And, and then when you're when you're empty of all the things that either you think you need or you you your desires, when all those drop away, 
Muji's little invitation is like, look, everything's still okay, what's left? And there's no answer. And that's the thing about using words, too, is it's not going to be in the words. Because a word is always going to be one removed. Because it's in the emptiness. It's in the silence. That the real... The release. The release. The relief. Yeah. The, you know, what you're left with. You go, oh, all that shit I thought I had to hold up, I actually didn't have... I don't have to hold up. When I drop it all, you're still, you know, you're still good. Yeah, it's... You know, and then I think, you know, it's easier... Like right now, it's it's, it's we're talking about this now, and it's easier. See, I, I feel like it's easier for us right now because of where we're at in our life, right? Yeah. You know, it's we could, but have to have this similar idea and philosophy and state of mind right after something traumatic has happened to you. Yeah. I don't know. You know, would people would, would you feel the same way? Uh, would you feel that life this is supposed to happen? And, it's harder just let it sure. go and yeah yeah you know all this good stuff right yeah all this stuff is which which seems to be true right or whatever the case is to release and just be empty of all things just leave things in its natural state you know are people gonna feel this way or do we feel this way or am i gonna feel this way when something tra- traumatic is happening because as an adult you know as a as an adult i haven't had too much too many tra- things that are traumatic mm-hmm little things there's little things that are like oh crap but so what you, we get past that but like something traumatic you know how would you feel then yeah you know, is, is, can you say the same thing then i think it would be a lot more powerful to hear from somebody i at least i'd like to hear from somebody that's just been through something traumatizing yeah. and give a give a talk on how they feel you know as at their natural state yeah well that's uh one of the things i I say is like why paul has some sort of like street cred or like spiritual cred (laughs) is that he he seems to me i don't want to speak for him but from what i can put together from his stories he's kind of been to hell and back like he was addicted to coke he shot himself to the point of death till his heart stopped beating multiple times like he 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 was in the throes of the disease of alcoholism and substance to an extreme he always says if you couldn't physically stop him he was going to get the drug which is crazy that's a fucking possession like you're a zombie you know what i mean and he says all the time uh his mom couldn't stop him you know the state the government (laughs) police could not stop him he was he was that's 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 seeking that's believing it's one fucking shot of coke or one you know drink of alcohol away that relief because he's trying to get that relief right he calls it self trying to get out of self you're identified as the agitation and you're trying to get out of it but you still want to keep that identification as the thing that is agitated you know you, you can't and 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 you hit a point of you know he always says like surrender is kind of your only hope right so yeah it's easy to be surrendered the thing we both have going for us is we have good jobs right and we don't there's not too much traumatic shit happening on a day-to-day basis for sure but getting back to you know can you still and what paul's message which rings with me again and again is 
it's not ever going to all go away, but you will travel lighter over it. That's the, 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 the traumas, the drama, the shit will continue to happen, but maybe not at the time, but you'll recognize afterwards, oh, I traveled lighter through that. I, it wasn't as heavy. There was a little bit more emptiness through that experience than, you know, previously when you take reviews of in the past and you really sat there thinking, oh, I'm fucked for good, it's over, you know, or, or, or you hold on to, you know, this trauma happened, I lost this person, I lost this job, um, physical illness, physical injury, and you go, and one of the tricks of the mind is it's going to be like this forever. Everything was good, I always knew something was coming, it came, and now I'm fucked for life, you know. Those things still kind of appear but they're lighter you travel lighter through them you know and that's sure. that's if anything that's what uh has revealed itself to me i don't i don't think that you know i can go to the deep places if i lost a child one of my kids died right i don't think i would be in the same state of mind that i am now right afterwards saying oh it's all empty right. don't worry about it right. you know, oh, everything happens for a reason Dustin, that's what of, I'm getting at. yeah of course for the body for the programming for the action figure of course you're not gonna fucking you ain't gonna be in some muji state of like whatever but uh i don't know man i really do feel like there's a powerful man. this action figure this mind yeah it's powerful it's very fucking powerful yeah, and it's programming, and it's biology, and it's all set in survival for yourself and the people you love and care about. But I, I, I feel like I'd be lying if I didn't say that you can travel lighter over that shit. And you can see the action figure as not who you truly are. Not even who, what you truly are. What you truly are is that which is aware of the action figure and its programming. And, and this is getting back to what Amelia said last week is no matter how bad shit ever got with her she had a terrible relationship 20 year divorce guy tried to take all of her kids away like she went through some traumatic shit as a mother who her whole life and identity was wrapped around being a mother and, and she, she, she reports that she always has known her whole life that she will hit that pause like we're talking about the pause will come it will it will pass and that's what blew my fucking mind was i was like i needed to hear a teacher tell me that i needed to hear muji alan watts paul tell me hey yeah no matter how crazy it gets you know everything is temporary you know the the peace is on the other side of all this mm. if you want to get real deep mm. the the peace is even true through all of it even though it doesn't seem to be that's kind of your baseline no matter how scary the movie is on the screen or how violent it is you're never the movie you're always the screen in which the movie appears on right yeah it's good it's good right? <laughs> oh. yeah 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 it's good oh, that's how so many of our talks go is one of us goes on a roll and then we go it's good it's good <laughs> It's its, own, it's its own drug, if you will. It it's is, own. bro. It's relief. Yeah, yep. Yeah. It's relief. Because it, it offers relief, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. It's a trip. It's a little less 
um, physically, chemically addictive than drugs. Because it is, that realization is available all the time. Right. You know? got a pretty good feeling about that being a good wrap up we good I mean it is good what more do you yeah what more do you want I feel like I just took a hit or something that's yeah good. that's, that's it yeah. that's what it's about that's what uh, this this is uh this is my jam this is this is my little drug is doing these podcasts hanging out and uh you know now that I don't get to go to the meetings in person I do I, I I get plenty through the zooms, but I do try to make a point to meet up with people. And this is like a sot song. Just talk. Yeah. Just talk. Just talk. It's a little reminder for each other, and it does. There's in one sense we've talked about this before. In one sense we can have a deep ass conversation, and feel really good and peaceful. And then within ten minutes something might come up. And yeah, we're right? talking about what our action, our action figure part. Of course. What, what, yeah primarily what it is we talk about every day yeah it's yeah it's pretty you know that's pretty much what this the sleeve's for yeah this this leaf no what is it what what this whole break it down oh well this whole arm like i got this you know because you see this okay this isn't good for the podcast but he's pointing to his tattoo sleeve yeah it's just just a sleeve of you know of of, uh you know the 49 we're you know, from over here, and uh, I got the San Francisco. You know, we're from over here, right? We're the San Francisco kind of logo, and you know, a money sign, and then kind of the, the neighborhood where where I'm from, and just California, it's pretty sick, actually. California stuff, 380, so, some uh, mix, you know, some Aztec stuff, an American flag, just kind of stuff that people see. I think what people see on the surface, you know, what my action figure kind of is, mm-hmm. you know, it's you know, it's you know, it's a making money he's about his money he's, you know he's all this other stuff you know there's music notes on here there's california there's a bear on here you know just stuff like that it's just on the surface type of things you know where if you see someone and just look at them at first glance and you want to read read them by the book you know if you're going to do that then that's pretty much what you're seeing you know is is that but then above that is a you know not that this is doing it any justice but for me it's it's a it's a buddhist tattoo right of Buddha, and then it's it's an, an eye, you know, an all-seeing eye, and, and uh, a Chinese script. It's it's release. It's it translates oh. to release. I think you told right. me that, but yeah. I forgot. It translates to release, and it's 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 deeper than just you know release, right? It's it's more of it's it's a, it's a Buddhist type of thing, right? It's it's a calming type of hey, just let just let it go, yeah. just let it go, and let it let 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 whatever it is, let it handle itself, type of thing. And that's to me, that's what to me, that's what I see in. You know, and if and if people start asking about the tattoo, you know, immediately you're like, oh, right, he got, you know, he got this type of sleeve, and you know, but for me, you know, if you want to ask, you know, or if somebody asks, or if we start talking about it like now, it's something deeper, you know, it's because above all that, or what wraps around it, you know, over the action figure and all these action figures, uh, how it characterizes itself, you know, how it identifies itself, right? It's its wants and desires, its attachments, whatever it is, you know, above that something deeper right it's a calming type of okay look that's just that's just your action figure dude you're not Mm -hmm. you and everybody else come from the same calmness the same emptiness right so that's pretty much what my sleeve is for you know that's fucking sick so that's cool in in many ways to me but 
I'm thinking, like you said, so when you meet somebody, you you immediately have a story. When you meet the action figure or the character is right. another word I like. Right. You go, this is a dude from you know a Latin guy yeah, from dude. the Bay Area. Da, 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 da. List them. Yeah, you just have list. all this list. Go right? ahead and you're gonna start listing things of what you think. Yep. And then you're gonna put them in the box of all the other Latin right. guys right. from the Bay Area right. <laughs> that do construction. Da, 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 right. right. And, and and your sleeve is representing that. This is my story. This is where I'm from. Da 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 da. But that's badass that you have that. The, the Buddhist symbol of yeah. and none of that really is it all, all that's yeah that's yeah. surface it's all surface that's all surface type of things that's all what you're gonna see if you don't know me if you see me walking down the street and you look at me that's pretty much what you're gonna get uh, this you know you can see that I'm Latino you can see all these other things and you look at my sleeve you're gonna you know you're gonna you're gonna immediately start assuming what I think Right. Uh-huh, what course. this action figure thinks. Projection. They're yeah, projecting you're gonna, yeah, it on you're, gonna, you're already gonna identify me, right? <laughs> and that's fine. That's that's all good. That's fine. It's gonna happen anyway, with or without the sleeve. It's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But it's a reminder for you. But it's kind of like, a, all right. Well, if I'm gonna get something that, you know, that's about, you know, the action figure. Well, the action. It's funny because the action figure knows that it's, you know, at some point, or even, you know, reminds itself that it's just an action figure. Yep. You know, being me. You know, me as an action figure, I remind myself, the action figure, that dude, you're just an action figure. Relax. You're just, yeah. you're just, you're just this. Okay. Yeah. When there's something bigger, or not, or smaller, right? Yeah. This is everything is your 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 minute. All your problems, all everything about you, is small. So relax, right? That's relax. It. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not it's not. Your voice doesn't. I mean, yes, it's crazy because in some ways your voice matters a lot you know your words matter a lot for sure it does but you know but to remind yourself that hey you know it's small dude relax you know it's there's a calming you know yes. calming there's a calmness about it you know to remind yourself that it's just on the surface things you know yeah man. And that we're all the same in in one way or another you know that's what it's about because you get back to that that like you said the release is we all we all are the same we're all empty and then the story of everything else is is put on top of the emptiness right right and 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 then we're all putting our own stories of everybody else too and and thinking we got everyone else pinned and and uh and i'm special because i'm catholic and everyone you know i got the fucking answer and this is that right and it's what's cool about non-duality and there's people that in non-duality they take I've talked about it before. There's like a fundamentalism of non-duality. That no, non-duality is the answer. Again, you right? <laughs> Oof. Huh. Okay. Well. Like, like you're getting caught in the same fucking trap right. that every other person. And it doesn't have to be religious. It can be you're a Niner fan. Yeah. It can be you're a Raider That's fan. That's right. That's right. right. It That's can right. be you're Latin or That's you're. That's right. Yep. That's right. All that. All that. Yep. You meet people every day that are like, well, my way is the right way. Yeah. My race is the right right race yeah. my job is the job to have yeah. my we all want to be my special. team is the team to cheer for yeah you know yeah. my city is the city to be from you know mm-hmm. it's like uh, that's that's it's cool and all if, but or, you know but to remind yourself that uh no it's all small relax yeah it's fun that's all fun and games but remind yourself that that's it's it. it's not you know we're we're all we're all there's a calm, there's an emptiness behind all that, you know. That's it, bro. You know, it's a, it's a trip, you know. 
to continue to remind yourself. And that, that the, the sleeve is kind of a reminder to me, and it kind of helps. Even even having the sleeve <laughs> that says these things, that's you know, that says that hey, you know, this is just the action figure, and this is this yeah. is just who who the body is, this is who Alonzo is. But then you know, there's there's something deeper, you know. It's so action figurey, right? Of to, course. To, to yeah. have the sleeve yeah, in yeah, the yeah. first place. Of course, that's it. Right? Yeah. You to could even, just not need it. Yeah, you could, you just... could just not have it. <laughs> yeah. I could just not have an arm, right? Why well, have an arm, right? Yeah. Let yeah. alone a sleeve uh-huh. that says, you know. For sure. So it's pretty funny. But it's funny because, yeah, we're kind of stuck in this. Yeah, right? yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if we're here, then. <laughs> you got to. If we're going to be here. Yeah, right? if you're going to play by the. I might the... as well have some fun with it. That's it. Might as well have some fun with that's it. That's it, bro. Yeah. And and if, if if you're in the game, you might as well play it. Who got who 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 said that action figure? It's it's it works out. Oh, great. that's Paul. That's Paul, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Paul. Yeah. It works out great. It's it's so funny, dude. You say that because who's I, move her hands? Um, yeah. <laughs> walk, eat, yeah. sleep, shit like a, you know, like somebody's. There's an uh, there's another force. Yep. Controlling that, you know, but. That's it, dude. But the the action figure itself. Um, it, I like action figure too because you have to come along and play with the action figure, the action figure on its own, right? So what you are is playing. We're all playing with the action figures, right? But the action figure itself has no life or anything to it. That's it. That's fucking it. It's so funny you say that, man, because um, I, I was talking the other day about how the message, Paul's message, has like is a huge influence in my life and so many people don't even know it like like my wife doesn't care at all about non-duality she listens to paul and she just gets nothing out of it right i don't know i'm glad that it i'm glad it speaks to you but i don't get it that's what she says to me right and and, right but nothing there is really no bigger influence in me like generally being peaceful and happy than having this little anchor right in my life and and so many other people you know uh claus tells me all the time he thinks that it's because i got to the new job is the reason why i'm in such a better mood but i got the new job at the same time as finding paul you know the the this job Mm -hmm. compared to the old job if i had the same ideas about life i would be just he says i used to be very seem very depressed and and like i don't i don't know this is his story right and and so in his mind, he's pinning it on. He's putting it on the tattoo of a new job, right? And and me, this action figure is saying, nah, I think it has a lot more to do with finding Paul and this, you know. But it, I was just laughing about the fact that you're like, who said, who said the action figure, right? And I go, so many people, I there's people I know that don't even know who Paul is that use that language. They say action figure because they know. It's such a good metaphor. They, they know is. and it maps right on to, is, yeah. you know creating a lot of perspective the separation the separation i am not the action figure you know um that separation is a huge gift because if you really are convinced that you're this fucking meat suit that's heavy bro heavy heavy heavy. (laughs) then you then you gotta you gotta take all the you know all the weird sexual shit and all the weird stuff that the that the meat suit the action figure thinking about it dude just to be fully just engulfed in fucking that idea that this is who i am yeah and you know this is the way it's supposed to it's just so heavy makes me makes me kind of sick huh i don't maybe if i had too much coffee or 
just the idea of it is just kind of like God. I know. It's fucked up, right? Yeah, when I hear people that are very, this is funny, right? Like I'm speaking from some other point, but I'm just reporting a story. If I see someone that's very wrapped up in their own identity, they're, it, I'm like, oh my God, you're in hell, and you don't have to be. <laughs> like they're so, you know, when the 49ers lose, they're depressed for a week, right? <laughs> when fucking when their political candidate loses and someone else wins and oh i'll be happy once trump gets voted out of office it's like bro it's because what's behind all of that then none of your loved ones will die then then i'll be happy right (laughs) then 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 i'll be happy you see and there's something about the recognition of the action figure does believe that bullshit and there's a greater sense of truth beyond all that that's really what it's about man And we could go forever, but it's one of those days. I think we got a good hour. That's crazy. That was an hour. It felt quick and long at the same time with all the breaks. Yeah. We got to do this more often, man, than every two and a half years. Sure, yeah. Do it sometime with less interruptions, too. We're going to be talking about the same thing. Of course. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. The podcast about nothing. Yeah. We're going to be talking about this. Nothing. It always comes back to nothing. Something kind of funny about my favorite thing to talk about is nothing. All right, man. Any, any final words before I shut this off? A message to the people, someone out there listening. Caught up in the action figure. No, I mean, I mean, I want to hear their message. I want to hear. I want to just listen. I just want to yeah. sit here and listen. Me too, man. Just let it be. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not really the the guy to you know. Neither am I. Give the message. I just want to sit here. Well, just you be content with whatever's going around. Until it's not, until you're not content, and then you gotta find a way to remind yourself, you know. There it is. You know, because it'll come, it'll come, there's gonna come, it's gonna come soon, you know, where, again, probably later on after this talk, it's gonna be back to the action figure and something, something, I'm thirsty or, <laughs> yeah. or something, or I gotta take a piss or something, anything, oh. or uh, I'm, I'm hungry or, you know, I need to sleep, I'm tired. What's so. next? Yeah, it was just the next, the next thing, you know. So, it'll come, but then. It'll pass. It'll pass. Yeah. Good. Yep. Yeah, it'll pass. Yep. It'll pass. We'll be right back to nothing. Yep. Hallelujah. All right, okay. bro. We'll do it again sometime. All right.